Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me Podcast, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story, and it's different than other podcasts because that's all we do here, is tell you a story to help distract you from whatever's keeping you up at night, racing thoughts, worries, concerns, anything running through your mind, we're going di- to distract We're going to distract you from that with a little story. The story's going to get more and more boring, so you can slowly lose your grip on consciousness and on the, the plot of the story and drift off to dreamland. That's it. That's how it works. If you've never been here before, all I can say is give it a try and, and see if it helps you fall asleep. I hope it does. If you need show notes from this episode or older episodes or anything else, you can find on our website, sleepwithmepodcast.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you consume your podcasts. If you can do us a huge favor, whether you've been listening for one week or four months, and review and rate us on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Podfeed, wherever you originally found us, that would be great. We, uh, I want to get our iTunes reviews up to 20 and just get some reviews going on Podfeed and Stitcher. And that way we can organically find new listeners people that can't fall asleep they'll say hey this is working for this person let me give it a try and and, and see if it works for me because if you're listening and you couldn't sleep before you know you're, you're helping me out but you might be helping out someone else that's suffering from that same unbelievably torturous feeling of being up all night tossing and turning so please Either rate us with stars, or if you can take the time to write up a review, I would really appreciate it. If you have any other feedback, you can reach me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com, or at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. Tonight, we have another episode of Get Besos. The tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny's escape from purgatory to Earth in a quest for vengeance against Jeff Bissos, the founder of Amazon.com, who they feel crumbled their retail empires. Older episodes can be found at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash getbesos, G-E-T-B-E-S-O-S. You can also find them on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. When we last left off, James, R.W., Miss Bessos, and Freddie Sprague were in a giant garden outside of Seattle. And they just had a run-in with Mother Nature, and she was kind of trying to speak in allegories, and James was interrupting her. But things did not look good, because it looked like not only are they out for vengeance against Jeff Bessos, but it looked like Mother Nature was out for vengeance against Freddie Sprague. And now, another episode of Get Besos. As we pick up tonight's episode, Mother Nature is just finishing up her allegory, her story. I don't know why I keep I like using the word allegory. Probably because I don't know what it means. I think it's similar to a parable or a metaphor. Probably not the best way to kick off an episode. But Mother Nature's just fishing. Mother Nature's just finishing her story. And we missed a story because 
Mother Nature doesn't tell stories like I do. I'm not trying to be a hater, but the way she tells stories and the way I tell stories are two different things. So if she finishes up her story, maybe I'll share it with you another time. Everybody looks a little bit stumped. James, R.W., Miss Bezos, Freddie Sprague, they're looking kind of back and forth at each other like, huh. And as she closes her story, and that's my tale, and if the four of you understand it, you'll know exactly what you're supposed to do, and not all of you will have to suffer in eternal damnation. But I hope for the best for you. And since James has kind of been taking the lead, he goes to stand up in the dark. Oh, no, no, buddy. I got this. I got this. Okay, ma'am. I think I I get uh, where you're going with this thing, okay? I mean, you had a lot going on there, but uh, if I'm to understand... Kind of felt like more than, okay, so we had the whole Beatles, the Dung Beatles, and because they teamed up with the bear, I'm taking it like I'm the bear, and what we need to do is, uh, hmm, okay, take, uh, because we found the way to help the Dung, we would roll it, um, what we could do is, um, this guy here, this uh, Spraguey, he's okay. He's got problems. We got it. He's done a, but he's done some harm. I don't. I'm, I'm still. Richie was trying to explain it to me, whispering while you were talking. Oh, so you weren't? No, no, no. About uh, why you're so mad? Because I didn't even know that he was, you know, um, uh, what do they call canoodling? Uh, so I, I think I get where you're getting at with, so because the. Uh, the earthworm part, I didn't get, okay? But, oh, wait a minute. But what I think is that uh, you're trying to say, because I need this guy, lady. I'll be honest with you. Um, he's kind of like a bargaining chip. I could give a crap about him. You you have no idea how annoying he is. He was a, oh, I'm a guard. Like, he wanted a, he was like, oh, let's do an episode of guard grouch here on the bed. I'm like, whoa, whoa buddy, I'm a... Uh, I don't get in bed with, uh, I mean, I've slept with James before, but those are, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't get in bed with strange men. Oh, okay, Wait, uh, back to your story, Mother Nature. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think I need him, and you need us, the dung beetles. So what I could do, I think, is uh, I can give you somebody else after I'm done with him, a man... Because I think what you were saying is that consumerism, unchecked, results. And I mean, I can see why you say I'm guilty, you know. My stores, craftsmen, baby, craftsmen. We made good tools to make gardens grow. I don't... Okay, Mr. Uh, Sears has Mother Nature. I've got a... St- it's Mr. Sears, isn't it? Uh, Miss Bessos, you, you will get to you. Um... You, you did not grab... Were you even listening to my story? Because that sounds a little bit like that Pixar movie mixed up with a video game on, like, Nintendo 64 or something. What, what, uh, what, what uh, was that? Pix what? Okay, um... 
Oh, dear. Well, if you guys... Maybe we'll just have to execute... Well, we can only execute Miss Bezos. Okay, okay. I think I... Could I, could I take my take on it? Because I think I'm terribly frightened. I've, I was just, uh, whew, I'm, I'm terribly frightened. And I've never seen plants come to life. And, I mean, I read The Secret Garden when I was a young woman. And was it The Secret Garden or The Gardens of Nim? But, you know, I'm, I'm frightened. I was just with these men. And, and if you, what you're saying is correct... And let me let me say this. You need me to. I am the ant queen, and I need to be impregnated with James's child. And you, when you said Rimpelstiltskin, that's Rimpelstiltskin, I believe. You are just using code, so you're going to take our baby, and and then you'll raise the baby as your own, and then. That sacrifice will save humanity, which I'm willing, I'm willing to do, I think. And, and, but you're saying that James is, anything copulated with James is doomed at the same time, which I, and, and then the whole thing with the crows blocking out the sun, and winter is coming, you said, right? And, and says something about Valgai Maraga. And no, I did not get any of that part either. Um, okay, you people. What kind of pop culture? I mean, I'm Mother Nature, people. And I'm sitting up here talking to the four of you. And so far, I don't... I tried to use I tried to use popular themes in my, my stories. Look at all the animals and I. We're, it's... Uh, we know we're getting ready for our shows. We watch our programs, and I let the animals. We we have solar power. I don't. I'm not a. A lot of people like to say, "Oh, Mother Nature's a luddite," and but I'm trying to you know use the people's talk, and you're not getting it. So no, that's not it, Miss Bessels. Please sit. Okay, Miss Bessels, me, James, James Cashpenny. I I. I can't say I totally understand what you're getting at, but I think a lot of it is about sacrifice. And you're making the wrong sacrifice, or why do we set? Like, it's like, oh, we have to sacrifice what we want for what's the good of the greater good that's being the great, greatest. And, and is that because you were saying the better, bestest, and stuff like that? I don't know that. Was that like pop culture? Or I recognize one ring. Well, you were using it as you weren't using a ring, you said a one. One something and talking about balance and sacrifice and balance. So I got that part, I think. And, but you know, you never had said anything about working together. And that's what I'd like to talk to you about, Mother. Oh, oh thank you for calling me Mother. M- Miss Nature, ma'am. Um, well, I, 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 gotta, I gotta change the subject. You see, uh, Miss Bessel's here. You know, I chopped off that tree's arm and it grew back mighty fast. And I know that, you know, we don't have... You said something about adamantium and that... Is that like a platinum and that man you said with the adamantium skeleton, but the only way the government could fuse it on his bones? That's terrible. Are you sure that was on Earth and not in hell? 
because we didn't we only got to the third zone of hell. I mean, I could see that kind of thing going on, but they were doing it. But anyway, I know we can't heal like that Wolfman you were talking about, and that was just a story. But this young woman here, she has an infection in her ear, and it needs to be healed because it's a festering infection. And if you could take a look at it, I could I could sacrifice for you. If if you can heal that wound, I can help you heal the greater wound that is the impact that I've had. I, I know I wasn't in just a re relentless pursuit of greed. I was in a relentless pursuit of affordable clothing that was fashionable and home products that and houseware that was both for the upwardly mobile growing middle class at the time. And I know that those days are behind us, if that's what you're saying, when the uh, the fish eat the fishermen, that part of your story. That was confusing. But is that if that's what you so could you just take a look at her ear, and then I will honestly, I'll do whatever I can to help you. Okay, okay, let, let's just, I, I, I can look at her ear, but I just don't understand. I, I couldn't have been more clear. I feel like my story, and none of you seem to be getting it. And, and rabbits, and the rabbits just nod. And so trees, bushes, what do you think? Birds, and some birds, tweet, 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 tweet. You're supposed to have these developed mammalian brains. And I'm trying to use all these things that you recognize, but I guess, I guess I'm just dating myself because I live here among the earth. You could call me Mother Earth as well. That could be another term for me, but I live here on earth and you too. You know, Miss Bessos, before I get to your ear, I'll just tell you a story that's called Truth. It's a little tale called Reality. These two men are James Cashpenny and Richard Warren Sears. And they were in purgatory for reasons. Their files are sealed. I, I'm sure they live just a, a balanced life. A little bit unbalanced. I don't know. But yeah, they come from purgatory. So with your whole impregnation thing, that's not going to happen because I don't even know what kind of corporal bodies. They look normal, but I don't think they are. And this other guy here, he was in hell. Freddie Sprague is his name. Boffing potted plants is his game. And, and, and you know, you guys think, oh, he's just uh, doing that. And that's just, uh, we could excuse it, even if, even if it was thousands and thousands of plants. The thing was, you would, uh, Mr. Sprague, you, you know, leaves come off when you're grabbing things. And holes are left and infections. And your hands aren't always clean. So you can't just do what you want and think, oh, there's no impact, even if the tree can't scream. Tree, trees have feelings, you know. Those kind of strange acts aren't okay. Just because a tree, if a tree is pediddled by you in the forest, just because it doesn't scream doesn't mean it's not screaming. Just because you can't hear it. Okay, can you not, uh, this is Mr. Penny again, can you not go on, could you just take a look at her ear? I mean... What do you need to restore the balance? I need I need souls, James. And I need a way people like you, no offense, and Mr. Sears over here, you're part of the problem. And and 
I don't want to have to cause a thing and get rid of all the people here. But that's where we're going. This isn't, you know, those people say sustainability. Those are the people I don't even really like that much. Oh, we've got to do this. We've got to help Mother Nature. They're, they're a bit of uh, hypocrites, to use your term. But I, I like people. They're interesting. I mean, what, what would I do without my shows and my my programs on Sunday nights and, and other nights and and the rabbits and I? And where would I get my wonderful tales that I can tell you? I didn't even get to any of the thing with the man with his house and the balloons. I was going to use that to bring home another point. but Or, you know, what if the dead rise up and, and chase you? What would you do then? That was I was going to tie that one in with hell because I think that show, that show's called The Walking Dead. Obviously, you're looking at me. Miss Pestles, you don't watch The Walking Dead. You, when you went to hell and Mr. Mr. Sprague, you should be... It's funny, this whole thing is just because abandon all hope ye who enter here, right? And that that should have been for you, but and you didn't have any hope. No, I've lost all hope, my dear. Yeah, so you were being attacked by plants for eternity, which, okay, doesn't make any sense to me either, people. I'm here on Earth. This is my zone of influence, sphere. <laughs> oh, sphere of influence. Oh, oh but, uh, oh. And so The Walking Dead, it's like are the, the characters can't abandon hope, right? Is that what, or or or, or what do you do with hope? Oh, um, could you just look at her ear? Okay, bring her over your ear here first, honey. Oh no, you know what? I'm not going to look at it till one of you makes sense of my story. Um, Mother Nature, it's me, uh, Freddie Sprague. I'd like to, I'd like to take a, a little knock knock at your story. Um with another story. It's about a, a garden grouch. Her name was Mithra Natura. She was a she was a beautiful woman and she had a uh, forty children. Mitra Natura. And uh she had a big problem on her hands. That, that many kids and they would be out in the garden making a giant mess. And and there was this one boy, Frederico, and he would, every day, he was the youngest and the, he was the rut of the litter, they'd say. You know, this woman, she also had other things on her mind other than her 40 children. And the garden grouches came to try to help make it nice, and, they, and then they were going to make a, a playground, a natural playground for the children, but also teach the children to love teach them well that they could live by or something. And But Frederico, he was always down. And when he was so sad, he'd run out into the garden. And the other children, they didn't like to go outside very much. Frederico would lie in the grass and cry. And he could feel it on his cheek so soft. Or then some of the, some of the other boys would throw rocks at him while he was lying in the grass, and it would hurt. And then he'd run into the the trees to hide and he'd put his head on the dirt inside a potted plant and the leaves would be in his cheeks or if he was really hiding because they were going to hurt him more he would cry and his tears would fall on the, the leaves of the plants and and he was like he used to fantasize that he was helping the plants grow and that they were keeping him safe and, and after that 
the feeling of branches and stuff on his cheeks. They just help Frederico get through the day. And Frederico had this mind that helped him in school do very well, but he didn't do well with people or teachers, and they always said, why do you go to the bathroom, Frederico, inside your pants? What is wrong with you? Why, what, stuff like that. Then Frederico would rub his, a good spider plant, just a little rub on his Frederico's cheek. Then the teacher would smack him, or pinch him, you know, or send him away. And, and his mother said he was a piece of dirt and threw him in the garbage, metaphorically, of course, and Frederico never got over that, despite having a mind that could fix things and see how things worked. Frederico always dreamed of understanding how Mother Nature worked, and, and that it was so much more than just mechanical, that there was a magic beyond, and that's always where I've gathered my inspiration from. So I was thinking, with your story that uh, you would make a wonderful TV star. Like Garden Grouch. So Garden Grouch, they made a garden and a playground, and the kids loved it, and, and the mother of 40 children was happy because her children could be a play. And then her life was restored to balance, and she was able to get to the work that she needed to do, which was uh, balancing books. She was an accountant. She had to keep those books right in balance. And I thought, uh, what a wonderful lesson. What a wonderful lesson you could teach us, ma'am, if you could appear on camera and we could get a show going on the home and garden television. We could call something like Mother Nature's Natural New, I don't know. We could, and you could be the star of the show and we could introduce people to solutions to restore the balance. And I'm not talking about recycling or other nonsense I've become aware of in the past couple of days. Or at the same time, we could do that, and then I could also help these young men. And I could talk to the, the man they're looking for and see. Maybe he could buy. Maybe his pursuit of wealth, similar to these two men, is uh, what, what what's behind that? What, what do they really want, you know? Like you said, with the... Uh, that was Fozzie Bear. I recognized that one because he was on this commercial yesterday. He was talking about uh, what happens when you pour stuff down your drain that's bad. So I recognize that part of you, what you're saying in your story. And what if we got this Mr. Bessos character and he undid some of this damage and maybe he could make the tr rebuild the world's transit systems, especially here in the U.S. of A., and take people off the roads and, and and put them in each other's hearts. Oh, 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 Mr. Sprague. I get, I, I understand your stories as well. And yes, you have suffered for your crimes, and maybe you suffered before whatever went wrong with you did when you were a child, Frederico. And, and that's a sad tale. I wish I could have been there to comfort you, but I have a lot more on my mind than just little Frederico. And I'm sorry that you still had free will, even though it might have been a chemical imbalance with this trauma and that was untreated and then repressed, and then you suddenly fell in love with plants or whatever it was, or 
found them titillating. That's uh, beyond me, Frederico. In this show, I like that idea, but then I would have... Who would play me? Because I couldn't play myself, because... I, I've... Uh, what, what I can do is... Miss, uh, Mother Nature, I'm sorry, but what I can do is offer to help you in, in exchange for not only the mistakes I've made, but for the mistakes of all people have made. And if I can't help you, then... You can use my life force, and if I can't help you, you could, maybe you could use me as a bargaining chip, Mother Nature. That's what these guys are using me for, with either the devil or, or, um, with the devil or with, uh, this Hans Zimmer Gorbelly fellow, or whatever, Mother Nature. You could return me to hell if, if you can get more of what you need, or maybe this, this other fellow, or... Or maybe Mr. Bessos would I give my... Oh, well, this is, this is quite unexpected. Someone did understand my story, just not in the way I expected. And, okay, Mr. Mother Nature's Mr. Penny, could you take a look at her ear now before we get a... And all of a sudden, uh, a ringtone rings out. Or something, you know. Something. And it's Miss Bessos, and she grabs her phone, and she says, Hello, Miss Bessos here. Oh, hello, Jeffrey. What do you, what do you mean you're, uh, you're, you're meeting us at the gardens? Oh, your, your chopper's landing in the park? Oh, oh, then I hear a thump, 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 Oh, okay, oh, well, 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 you want to meet at the ice cream stand, do you? Oh, okay, Jeffrey. Oh, okay, goodbye. She goes, uh, um, Jeffrey's here. He uh, wants to meet at the ice cream stand. Well, I'm quite glad uh, you understand kind of what I'm getting at, and that's wonderful, Mr. Sprague. Eh? And that's quite possible. Let me just take a look at her ear, okay, James, for you. So she, Mother Nature pulls the cotton out of Miss Bessel's ear and she, uh, does the old... Oh, it looks like you're growing some potatoes in here, joke. And then no one laughs, except for the, the birds and the rabbits. Kind of... And then she's like, oh, this is strange. There's some sort of... Uh, oh, no. This is some sort of... And all of a sudden, boom, her arm gets pulled in, and then she's pulled in halfway. And she's kind of stuck in the air. Cause Mother Nature's a little bit plump, and, and a couple of the trees grab her legs, and someone, obviously, from hell's pulling Mother Nature. She's halfway in, halfway out. So someone in hell's pulling on her one end, and the trees are pulling her on one end. Anytime, like, 51% of her body gets pulled into hell, like the sky turns black and thunder starts running and around the world, you just feel, you know, chaos descending on the earth. But just for a split second, then she gets pulled back. And I think it's happening so fast, like microseconds, that regular humans aren't aware of it. Somehow in this grove, it kind of happens in slow motion, so we're more aware of it. But, you know, it's like a blizzard, and then boom, it's right, right back to sunshine, if you were in sunshine. But a microsecond, almost like a, like a glitch, I guess. But not good, you know, if she gets pulled all the way into hell, it's probably going to be total chaos on Earth. So, so then... Uh, She's pulling, the trees are pulling. It's kind of like um, standstill. It's a, we got to stand still. And Miss Bessels is kind of screaming because, well, it's, 
it's painful. It's also just strange to have something. I mean, your ear, that area around there, it's, you know, have you ever, well, obviously, if you've got an ear infection, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But if you, like, ever, like, for some reason, I think as a kid, I just would press too hard on the, behind my earlobe, that soft spot, and then you get incredible pain back there. Or maybe I got ear infections. I don't know. But don't do that. Don't take, don't start pressing behind your earlobe. But that, let's see. Can you hear me? Oh, God. I got headphones on, but I'm getting in there. And yeah, oh, that's, you know, even just touching it. So probably if you're sleeping, oh, now it still hurts. Not even press that hard. So don't take my, take my advice and don't listen to me. So she's getting pulled back and forth. Miss Bessel's head kind of going back and forth. And then all of a sudden, you hear this sound, stop, stop. And there's like this giant dude, lumberjack looking dude, about six foot six, straight out of like a brawny, right off the brownie paper towel thing, kind of. A uh, little less, a little less corporate, a little less trademarked and um, registered trademark. But he instead of a red plaid shirt, this guy's got a blue plaid shirt on. Instead of uh, a beard with uh, blue or green eyes or brown eyes, this guy's got uh, sparkling gray eyes. And instead of a fashionable-ish haircut, this guy's got a buzz cut with a beard. But he's pretty brawny. But not the corporation brawny, the uh, adjective or adverb, whatever brawny is. Instead of being brawny. Could be a verb, I guess. I'm brawning. I'm filled with... I have brawn. Okay, let's get back to the story, right? Okay. So, she's getting pulled in the sky. This big dude's standing. Stop! Hold hold her! Hold on! And uh, he pulls out a uh, lumberjack saw, two-handed saw. And he goes up to her. He's like, I'll I'll cut her in half, and then Earth can keep half, and Hell can keep half. And everyone stares at her. And I'm assuming even the people in hell, if they could hear it, were staring at her. So oh, I'm kidding. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And James said, "Lumberjack, what are you? What? what why? What are you doing? We're, we're trying. We're in the middle of something, buddy. I don't know. Do you have a performance later? Are you part of the buskers of the? Ah, uh, oh, Mr. Penny, it's been ages. Been looking forward to this. R.W." about that uh, George Packer article on our little friend? Ah, Miss Bessos. Angela. Angela Bessos. Very pleased to meet you. May I introduce myself? This is my current form. My name is Hans Zimmer Gorbelli. Uh, Gorbelli? What the heck? You're not a lumberjack. You're like a... Ah, I'm a lumberjack right now, James. You see, you came back as yourself, and R.W. came back as himself, but I I have bigger plans. Now, Mr. Bessel's helicopter has already landed, and he isn't even waiting for you to get ice cream. He's having a, a chocolate vanilla twist with rainbow sprinkles, which is strange. I would have chocolate sprinkles myself, but he's having his ice cream and eating it, too. And you seem to have a little pickle on your hands, trees, if Mother Nature's pulled to hell. Everything here will go, well, it won't go to hell. It'll go to heck in a handbasket when, uh, without Mother Nature here to keep the balance. The balance will be off-tilted and we'll all be fucked. 
So we could have her pulled into hell, or we could pull her out of hell, but when we pull her out of hell, who knows what's holding onto her hands and what we'll pull into this world, throwing it out of balance. So we're all in a bit of a mess now because you all couldn't listen, could you, James? Could you, R.W.? Now, I'd like to say run along and go uh, meet up with Mr. Bessos, but what are you going to do when she's got a Mother Nature sticking out of half her ear and we're trying to hold her from being pulled into hell and trying to pull her back out at the same time? I would say you folks need my help, whether you like it or not. And we're way beyond favors now because you have trouble listening, taking Mr. Sprague and keeping him. And that hell bus, I already put that in impound. I've got it. So you'll be offering that to Mr. Bezos, James. I don't know what plans you're trying to cook up. But you're all in big effing trouble with me. So, listen up. And this will stop it this week, and we'll be back next week to find out what happens to Mother Nature and everybody else. Thank you, Bezos.